hello and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. This week we watched the 1994 interview with the vampire and it actually has like a subtitle. Did you know this? Um, yeah, but I don't remember what it is. The Vampire Chronicles. I guess they were anticipating a trilogy. <laughs> well, girl. <laughs> um, well, guess what, Mimi? I'm first. I had some thoughts and opinions about this film, but I'll save those for later. You know, you know. In the yeah. interest of not alienating anyone up in the top, <clears throat> I'm going to, below the content fold, you'll get my real opinion. Yeah, the, for the freemium portion of this. Uh, <laughs> freemium portion. I guess we should just discuss our personal lives. Yeah, let's sync up, bitch, as is our custom. Yes, please. Thank you for What have you been up to? Thank you for asking. Uh-oh. Wow, a little I out of sync. I uh, kind of forgot what I say. And you know what's funny? What? I've never consciously said that as like a... No. A, like a... Thank you for asking. It's just yeah. who you are. Yeah. And with the, the sort of physicality of it, you lean forward. I do it every single week. Thank you for asking. Well, you know. Well, like, yeah. You know, it's one of those like verbal tics I picked up <clears throat> um, completely independent of my upbringing. Yeah. Yeah, no, right? that's like no one, one ever says thank you for asking in our family. That's a shiny pebble you picked up out of the river for it yourself. Is. It's like also using the the phrasing of uh, like so many. Yeah, never never came up in our home. No, it didn't. We, um, I also feel like mom didn't start using you don't know from until I went away to college because mm-hmm. it's from the nanny. But I didn't. The first couple times she said it, I was like, "What do you mean by this?" This is such a strange turn of phrase. Yeah. It was sort of acquired when I was about 19, added to the family collection. Kind of wild how that goes. It's so funny when you meet your friend's parents and you find, like, where all the, like, quirks in their uh-huh. vocabulary come from. You <laughs> One that our, and you're like, you will pay for your crimes. <laughs> <laughs> One that our dad has tried to graft onto us since we were children that all of us just simply laugh at is commode. Well, you know what? <clears throat> I'm ready to join ranks with him. I think it's a funny word. It is a very funny word. But, but he it's... says it like it's not funny. Like, it's like it's just plain as day. That's like, just what we would all call a we, toilet. We all call the restroom the commode, do we not? <laughs> I'm going to go use the commode. It's very funny. It's funny because it's, like, kind of not far off from French, right? Mm-mm. And that a bunch of absolute backwater hicks Yeah, okay. Are like, that's what the toilet is called. Commode. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess toilet is also like toilet. Yeah. You know. And to be clear, the backwater hicks I'm referring to are uh, my family. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. This isn't me being particularly classist, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's my podcast, <laughs> so. It's my Texas podcast. I sort of say what I want. Um, anyway, uh, what were we talking about? What you went up to. Thank you for asking. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. There we go. Um, man, I spent the weekend in St. Beautiful St. Paul, Minnesota. Beautiful Malt Rose, Minnesota. <laughs> God, that was really good. Thank you. I've only seen the movie oh 800 times. Oh my God. I that, love that movie. That scared the shit out of me, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Beautiful Malt Rose, Minnesota. <laughs> I lost it at Minnesota. Malt Rose. <laughs> I love that movie. I love it, too. It's so good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you were in I, Minnesota. I was in Minnesota. I rented a Polaris slingshot. So if any of you folks saw two beautiful blonde girls out in a three-wheel motorcycle going 30 miles an hour <laughs> on the scenic route to the Mall of America, 
it was your girl. Wow, I didn't even think about y'all taking that to the mall. <laughs> yeah, I put uh, avoid freeways on ways. So <laughs> it took it you like an hour and a half. Night. Yeah, it took 40 minutes to get like 10 miles. <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 the thing about this car is that it's like technically a motorcycle. Okay, yeah. Um, it and didn't look like it had much in the way of covering. I don't think it meets, like, the bare minimum required to call something a car, such as doors <laughs> <laughs> or um, a windshield. When you showed me that picture, I was like, she cannot ride in this, for she will surely die. <laughs> and, and I panicked and canceled it, and then yeah. I rebooked it when Craig was like, you're being a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Craig was like, that's sick as hell. And if you don't do it, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. be so disappointed. Yes. Well, he <clears throat> he was like, I, I kept expecting him to be like, oh, no, that's not safe. It's Maybe you should think twice. And he was like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> when life hands you a sick gift, <laughs> you don't ask why. You simply ride the motorcycle. Like cobalt blue. <laughs> <laughs> What was is this it called like again? Giving Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> what was the name of this car again? Polaris Slingshot. <laughs> that name is so scary. It, yeah, I know. <laughs> Not a slingshot. I know. It For was, a vehicle? This thing, you no. This looks like something that little boys play with. Yeah. Like a matchbox car. Yeah, but I drove it. It had an on-off button. Um, <clears throat> and you can either drive it in comfort mode or slingshot mode. So when I picked it up from the bowling alley parking lot, I did not realize it was in slingshot mode. And I was, like, struggling to reverse because it'd be like, <coughs> and, like, then kick it in. People do that on purpose. They want it to do that. So that I put it in so comfort scary. mode and it just handled basically like a puttery little car. Apparently, they only, as of the 2020 model, have an auto transmission. I had an auto one. Okay. Yeah. I would but, have preferred manual, frankly. Okay. I, that's like my favorite. One of my favorite things about me and mm-hmm. you yeah. is that we had... We're kind of car girls. <laughs> that we learned to We're drive kind of stick shit. work in our dad's shop kind of car girls. Yeah. Always just sort of got a grease spot. Yeah. Very cute one, though. <laughs> I'll change this one for free this time. You know, very Exactly. Bad. Yeah. No, but we do drive manual, and we do it well, because yeah. our father foolishly thought that if he got us manual cars, we wouldn't text while we drove. Oh, is that why? Yeah, that's what he told me, and I was well, like, a dream is a wish your heart makes. <laughs> I definitely did. Happen. I definitely, definitely did. <laughs> what was that sticker you sent me that was like... <laughs> It was, it was, it was like, a tweet. It was like, baby on board. Oh, word. I'm on my phone. No, <laughs> oh, word. I hope they buckled up real good because I'm on my phone. Because I'm on my phone. <laughs> I'm not anymore, but I used to. God, when I think no, about I those really days. I'm not anymore, to be honest. It's very <laughs> scary to think about how I was just sort of like, you know, going 55 miles an hour, texting two to three oh, different people, I know. <laughs> listening, singing along to Drinking music. Drinking a glass Perrier bottle. <laughs> Living my absolute bratty little best life. Man, with the moonroof open and everything. Yeah. I, wow. As it, as it stands now, actually, very fortunately, because I bought a refurbished iPhone, mm-hmm. the screen is not factory. So oh, no. uh, in my prescription sunglasses, I cannot read the screen. Is this so? Yeah. So it's... What does that mean? I will say this is not even just a T my own age. It's just that I understand mortality more now, so I don't be on my phone. But I really cannot be on my phone now. Uh, no. <laughs> Unless I, like, pull over and change glasses. 
That is so weird. I've never heard of that. Yeah, but I have contacts now, so things hey. things might be shaping up. <laughs> oh, big news for my haters. My hot era is about to begin. Uh, I don't la, have to wear glasses la, la, anymore. La. I just choose to yeah, most days. I just did. Well, because I took them off yesterday, and then on a Zoom call, it was like, I look like Millhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, okay, I've been re-listening to um, The Secret History. I actually like read it, read it the first time I'm listening to the audiobook right now. And she just um, referred to that look of when you normally see somebody in glasses without them, and how their <laughs> eyes look sort of like weirdly small without yeah. glasses. Even though like glasses don't do that. They don't give you Coke bottle things anymore, but it's still... Well, I think that, that like, the way people see your face has started to be shaped yeah. around the glasses. Yeah. <clears throat> and mine, for those who haven't had the pleasure, are um, just massive glasses. They're, They're big, awesome. big, big old girls. They're, They're like Peggy a- Hill glasses. They are. Oh my god, that's another I've Peggy Hill. Str- yeah, I I'm recently like coming to grips with the fact that I'm Peggy and that that's, my that's, husband has known yeah. that I'm Peggy mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. Well, you know. It's the big feet. She's it's the charming. aggressive confidence. It's the glasses. It's the big glasses. <laughs> She's so fun though. She's so funny. I'm Linda Belcher. You for we've sure. We've recently discovered are Linda Belcher. And uh the the last couple episodes we've watched, I'm like, wow. I'm really her. I'm really her. My babies. Okay, so St. Paul, you had a slingshot. We you had went to the Mall of America. We wrote, We went to Nickelodeon Boo-niverse. Oh. Um, Was it like a haunted house? No, it's their, uh, it's basically like their Fright Fest. Oh, fun. At the Nickelodeon Universe, which is their usual indoor um, theme park. Nickelodeon the, branded this. At the this. Mall of America, yes. Wow. We did this absolutely Are they from terrifying, there? No. They're from like California. Oh. We did a terrifying roller coaster called it was like Bikini Rock Bottom Plunge. Dope. Boy. <laughs> uh oh. It was good. It was just scary. Yeah. Um there was Man, I just assumed it was some glass. kind of these were good dinky coasters. Thing. Indoors. They were, they were good coasters. It was like forty bucks a ticket. Climate controlled. Yes. That's the thing that yes. sucks about amusement yes. park. I said the same thing. And then, and the food's cheap because if it's like you can wander off and go to like Annie Ann's food if you court. Need to come oh, because you can go back in and yeah, out. Yeah, you can go in and out. Um, Man, and you if can do I, like season passes. So if you just want to go like shop your ass at the Mall of America and drop your like twelve year old off, that rules. I they are on to something in Minnesota. <sighs> wow. So we paid an extra ten dollars to do like a soaring over California kind of thing. Definitely, <laughs> but those are always worth the upcharge. Flyover America. Okay, take that term back, y'all. I thank you because you're the first person I've talked to who's got that. I'm like, no, very clever. Mm. Flyover country. This is not what people always well, call it. Not everyone watches as much TV. I hope that that was them being ironic and winky and taking it. I back. think it is. Anyway, moving. <laughs> I bet it <laughs> I was. There, and I was like, and I'm proud of you. Those are really so pretty. Those yeah, vibes. you like just so splash you with some cold water, and like it smells like eucalyptus. The orange and like, Welcome to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. You know what? The other day, I was taking Tig home from ballet, and um, we passed by the Bullock Center, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Mommy, what's IMAX?" And I was like. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I get to experience IMAX again with a kid. Yes, dude. Like, and they had this, they have a documentary that's like about polar bears and like the Arctic or whatever. And I was like, that seems like 
exactly the right. I mean, it's like, oh yeah, it might be depressing though. But like, yeah, that's the tricky you, thing. About you go to a documentary thing, you know, <laughs> that's like we were kids, educational. They would always be like, look at this beautiful bear. It's endangered. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> I can't. I live in suburban Houston. I'm but eight. I'm not but eight. <laughs> so stressful it is but man if you can find one on like deep sea aquatic life definitely what you need to do is take the whole family if you think migo's ready for it yeah and then parker be drive-in so that you can have a delicious treat (laughs) (laughs) because that at the imax would be unbelievable i forget we have an imax me All too. the time, and it's not even far from us. What the hell is us. wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. And we actually have like a good art museum here too. I mean, we do. for the size of town we are, we could have another one though. Yeah, well, because we're, we're also, getting to be bigger. We're a pretty big town now. We Top should probably 10. have another museum. Yeah, I would agree. But with I that. think the Blanton is such a beautiful it's museum. A, it's a very cute museum. Um, um, so St. Paul. Yeah. Had a juicy Lucy. It's delicious. Incredible. They played uh, Purple Rain everywhere I was. <clears throat> Oh wow! Um, God, you gotta. You gotta. Probably. Can you imagine how did this? How did that young man come out of Minnesota? It's surprising, isn't it? It very much is. Well, every I, time I remember, I'm surprised. Like anyone with ears, um, if Lizzo came up, because mm. you know she claims Minneapolis. She also went to school in Houston. Uh, it's a, I that yes, my my traveling companion friend talked to the taxi driver and was like, uh, my friend here's from Houston and she has a conspiracy in her brain about Lizzo not claiming Houston. I was like, yeah. yeah, like, I mean, I guess maybe she has a fondness for Minnesota, but it could also be the Prince connection. Who knows? But there's the Beyonce connection in Houston. I just wouldn't give up my Houston credibility. I simply will never. Not for nothing. Pry it out of my cold, dead hands. Well, even when I have an Italian villa. Yeah, definitely. I'll be like, well, I'm a Houston girl. I'm a Houston girl. You know? And I'm going to, you know. And Dallas bitches make are it viewed look like Nino's. with suspicion first. Yeah. Acceptance pending. You know pending. what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to look at you a little. You're going to have to work a little bit harder. It's going to take me a minute. Yeah. For the rest I know of my you life, mean well. For the rest of my life, I wonder if I'll just like, when I meet a Dallas girl, I'll be like, mm-hmm. you're going to have to work a little bit harder for it. <laughs> One of, my, I, I wonder, one of my favorite people, one of my bridesmaids. Yeah. Dallas. Oh, and lovely. Yeah. The most fun. But, but she I doesn't feel, wear it on her. I feel that that's the exception in Dallas. Whereas I, I feel you, like that Houston, when I hear a girl's from Houston, my default is, I bet she's fun. Mm-hmm. I, bet, I bet she's going to be real. Yep. You know? I tend to agree. So, anyways, Houston bitches till we die. Till we die. St. Paul's adorable. There's a lot of like Victorian homes, Ugh. like crawling plants on them. Ugh. Um, what else? The food was dank. Uh, Did you get that deviled egg toast you sent me a picture? No, I had pimento scramble with oh. a hash brown that would blow your mind. You know, I haven't had at brunch like that of that caliber. What's you that place over on the east Saint side? Paul. Um, what's that joint over on the east side that we used to go to a lot for brunch? Do you know that's like southern food and they have like oh, the cheese grits? yes. Sawyer and Company. Yeah. Yeah. That, like that's the kind of home style. That's what I'm trying to eat. When it's, <laughs> when it's cold outside. It was, yeah, and I ate it outside. It was delicious. Oh. It was so good. Um, I had a very like nice dinner. Yeah. Uh, oysters. Hey. I love oysters. I have never eaten them because they... They appear to me to be disgusting. I, 
They just are not to me after trying them, but I just don't foresee a world where you change your mind on that. I can't imagine it. I'm going to save my breath. Parker loves oysters, though. And let me tell you, the place we stayed in Amsterdam, hot tip, if you ever decide to go to Amsterdam, this hotel was beautiful. It was called the Dillon, and they have this little courtyard, and we had a happy hour there one day. And just, like, split a bottle of white wine. And he had six oysters and thought oh, they were so good that he what ordered a good another day for six. Him. And oh, he was yes. like, this is so nice. Y'all <laughs> gotta like, go to Foreign and Domestic on a Tuesday if he wants a good foreign and domestic. oyster okay. deal. I can, I can come watch the girls if y'all yeah, wanna Yeah, bless you. This. I think that sounds great. He, I also just want to make sure my man... He's my got bro, his oysters. He gets his I oysters. See you. Hillside Pharmacy also has really good oysters. Never done theirs. Yeah. Shocking. I love that place. It is really good. Wow. Thanks for listening to What Food is Good. St. Um, <laughs> Paul, once again. Yeah. Back to it. Oh, and then I obviously went to a broken social scene obviously. concert that night. They played You Forgot It in People. That's so... Like, from the top to the bottom? They actually did a few breaks where they okay. did other songs. Okay. Um, and the singer, Kevin Drew, the main singer, said that that was inspired by Alanis Morissette and her Jagged Little Pill Which concert. I was supposed to go to. Oh, no. But it was, like, right when school was supposed to start in 2021, I think. Mm-hmm. And the two friends that I got tickets with were both, like... Uh, I'm kind of scared to go because, like, there was a bunch of COVID. Oh, in yeah. The, and so I was like, well, I'm not going to go by myself. <laughs> so oh, I no. just let the ticket go. I tried to sell it. And nobody, like, no one bit. Because so. it was the week before school. And it was like the week. Morissette's parents, or well, fan, no, fans we, we were parents. And, like, a super, it was when the, um, the big Delta wave of yeah. COVID hit. And so, like, everybody and their mother had it. And I was like, if my kid gets it and can't start school. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm done. You know? So... Anyways, well, I didn't get to go, but it looked like fun. Yeah, She'll I do love. It again at some point. There's lots of bands doing that though, and the I think shins that's, are doing it. I think that is the move. I'm su- I'm surprised you didn't do the Shins one. I am as well. I loved. Was it O Inverted World? I think that they so. were doing. Yeah, it came out my senior year of high. Or no, no, might be Shoots Too Narrow. Oh God, I love. I actually may like that one even more than O Inverted World. One. It's yeah. such a good. Um, was the song Saint Jude? No, that's that's a. I'll find it. I'll find it. Um, (laughs) uh, This is not what we're talking about, though. Anyway, what have you been up to? Girl, nothing but illness (laughs) and sadness. And we've just, it's been an infoimery over here this weekend. What was that um, sign you posed in front of in that museum at Whitney's wedding? Disease, death, and despair. (laughs) I don't remember that. It was, she had her her uh, reception in that like it's like a museum, like a cool museum. Yeah, but you were like drinking a cocktail just under this like <laughs> oh, that's right. this like display sign that said disease and <laughs> despair. Yeah, you and me and mom were like on one that night. We were. Were we all just like a little bit tipsy and just a little up? goofy? We were like, this is so silly. This sign. Can you believe it? <laughs> Because look at how pretty everything is. That was the night you and I practiced telepathy for the first time. We did. No more detail. Yeah, that was that was very fun. What a cool wedding. Yeah. I think about that fondly. It's a good wedding. Hi, hey, Wit. How's it going? Almost almost eight years ago. Wow. And I found out I was pregnant like three days later. Can you believe? Times is crazy. Glad I didn't know before the wedding because I was cutting up. <laughs> It's fine. Both the next times I went to New Orleans for weddings, I was pregnant. Like, visibly. That sucks. Volubly pregnant. The we next were so pregnant at Sherry's. 
so pregnant at Sherry's wedding. And I was pretty pregnant at Paige's, too. I was like, man, I can't even have a cocktail. You were being a real sport. I was trying. It's it's a real bummer, though. I want yeah. to do over. Um, the, sign, the song is called St. Simon, by the way, that okay. I love from I'll Shoots to Narrow. Uh, I, do, I do love that album. Um, yeah, no, I, last week, I think you probably hear on the podcast that my, my nose was, like, runny and... I just sounded pearly, and it devolved into a full sinus infection, which was not cool. And then I think both my girls have got them as well. Oh, for sure. When Tig answered the door earlier, she said, well, I haven't been usually he'll work yet. It was the cutest thing I'd ever heard. Her little, oh my God, when she's got, it's it's so sad, but she's also like a sport about it. Mm -hmm. It is so cute when kids have a little plugged up nose. And then Migo had a fever last weekend, or, like, on Thursday night. Pretty high one, and it, like, stressed me out, so I had to keep her home from school on Friday. And um, it was, like, just a random, just spiked up and went right back down. It was so Damn. strange. Um, but the, So I was still kind of feeling sickly, basically laid in bed, like, half the day on Saturday, and truly, like, I, like, didn't come downstairs until 10.30, and then I was like, it's been fun, gang, <laughs> and, like, went back up at 4.00. Um, and then, oh, what was, that's a helicopter live on the scene. <laughs> what are they doing? Landing on the helipad, apparently atop my house. Hmm. Um, that was a low flying Congrats one. on getting that installed, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You know, I felt we deserved it uh-huh. after the, all the jet setting we do. Right. Um, anyways, uh, oh, it was probably a life flight. Ugh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't need to think they, about but it. But they park near my place. Yeah. To get sort of who I'm sort of doxing myself (laughs) (laughs) they park many places they park in a lot of places how about that (laughs) there you go um no what was I saying though about oh yeah and then Parker ended up getting a fever yesterday like a rather high one one friggin' thing after another it was it was so much and I like he like laid in bed pretty much all day yesterday and like at five o'clock when we took his temperature and it was still 102, I was like, okay, well, I think we need to call a doctor. Oh, no. So he got a prescription for an antibiotic and that's already, he's almost like back to 100% today. It's crazy how quickly those things work. They're going to run roughshod through it. I was going to say, do boys not have, I know they don't have one of the issues that we have with that. Sort of like, the hormonal aspect of it all. But they still like... It, I, they still be crapping on them, right? That's what I thought. I was like, oh, and then we'll have to make sure you eat lots of yogurt for the rest of the week or, you know, get you some kombucha or, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. sauerkraut, whatever you, you know. And he was like, why? And I was like, well, when you have an antibiotic, you have to have probiotics to sort of, <laughs> and he was like, doesn't that defeat the purpose? And I was like, do you not, do <laughs> what boys not that have getting? IBS? <laughs> Like, what is going on? Is this, when did that become sort of a, like a girl's thing? I don't know. It's very funny how much, how many jokes there are. It is for now. <laughs> it is the girls. It's sort of like the girly. Well, we all know that hot girlies have IBS. Was that started by Big Pepto, though? It could be. I don't know. Well, it's Makes not Pepto wonder. for me. It's Tums. That's what I take. God, you love Tums. I love Tums. <laughs> Another discovery from visiting Whitney say, in New Orleans. In New Orleans, and I remember you discovering <laughs> it, and it was like a new candy to hyperfixate on, <laughs> except that you had to temper yourself. Well, I just felt so, so bad. I, I like hoovered up, oh boy. And then we had some other, like. It's crazy to think you insanely. Ate meat. <laughs> I, and boy, 
happily. I was like a debris po' boy, bitch, give me that. And then we must have had something crazy for dessert too, because I was like, I want to die. I feel horrible. <laughs> and she was like, well, here's some Tums, girl. And I think we also probably chased everything down with a little bit of rum on that trip. Probably. Which you would think would have helped with my digestion. No, I wouldn't. But I was like about to die and Whitney was the angel of mercy that gave me Tums and I read the back of the package and said like <laughs> maximum seven per day and you said seven it is you 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 said I'm gonna pop these things like candy till I fall asleep bitch that's and I did. verbatim what you said to and me and I did they like cause I you take them and pretty immediately feel some relief like within a few minutes and I was like wow that went to work fast Here's an old-timey concept for you, too. You and Parker slept on an air mattress, and I slept on a couch nearby. (laughs) You want to hear a young people story. (laughs) It's, like, right behind (laughs) y'all. The thought of sleeping on an air mattress in a friend's Mm -hmm. living room. That We all did that so regularly at that time. So frequently. Can you imagine sleeping on an air mattress at this point? You, I guess you do when you can I camp. did a couple weeks ago, and let me tell you, awful. <laughs> I don't think I'd sleep well. Well, and we were on a grade. Mm-hmm. So, and Hoagie did, like, just sort of prances around the mattress in the morning to express that he was awake and alive and ready. Oh, my God. But well, he literally, he was like, like, it's bouncy. Leap like a deer with all his weight and displace and move all the air out. <laughs> so I'm already... That sucks, dude. The, all the blood is rushing to my feet anyway. <laughs> and then I'm getting kind of crushed into a sort of taco. By a dog. It was not pleasant. No, I don't think that it's for me. But it's like, I think Whitney and I used to, like... We both had, like, a really nice air mattress. Like, I remember telling my mom, like, Whitney has, like, a really nice one. And then mom got me one, I think, for Christmas or something. Or, like, as a housewarming gift when I moved mm-hmm. into my first apartment. Because um, she was like, you know, just for when we come to visit or when you have friends come to town or whatever, it's a good thing to have. And I'm like, mom and dad. I, like, there's a, I guess there's a point when you have, like, young adult children mm-hmm. that you have to just be like, yeah, wherever. I'll sleep wherever if it get, yeah. means I get to see my kid, you know. Oh, God. They would sleep on an air mattress. But, like, yeah, I would go to visit Whitney in Dallas while she was in law school, or she'd come to Austin, and, like, if it was just the two of us, I guess we would just share a bed. But, like, mm-hmm. I remember there was one time you, me, it was the time you started giggling about him. Ted Danson. No. Um, that Mormon basketball oh, player. Oh, Jimmer Jimmer Fredette. <laughs> and it was you, me, Whitney, and Brooke, I think. It was, like, maybe for my... Yeah. It was something to do with my wedding, maybe. Some... Or we were going to some of it. Yeah, but like they were on an air mattress and I was on the couch. Yeah. 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 And we all just kind of talked through the bedroom door. It's like a Victorian flop house the way people are in their 20s. I mean, I cannot believe it. I know. It's pretty insane. With my Ikea coffee table. Slumber party situations are so fun when you're a young woman. Yes, they are. You're older though, you're like... Mm, I'm going to spend the morning alone journaling. (laughs) Perhaps I can meet up with you later for lunch. (laughs) Like when I watch Beverly Hills or Housewives, they all always have their own room and they're like, and I'll see you in the evening. And I'm happy for them. You know, the New York girlies are like, Sonia and Ramona, we get a room together. It seems like it's also very acceptable on these girls trips to sort of be like, well, I'll be spending most of my day in my room, mm-hmm. watching my TV, taking my naps. I think you have to And we'll to all see you in way. glam later tonight. And, like, adult 
friend trips, you got to give each other a long, long leash yeah. because you've got all sorts of weird rituals. Yeah. You got to do things at your own pace at that age. The thing that's killing me a little bit about Beverly Hills that's kind of tripping me out is the frequency of glam squads. It is. These um, girlies will travel with theirs. It is strange because you don't see the that. The New kind York of thing girls New York. do not do that. Yeah. And that way, I am very much a New York girl. Well, and that's where you start to see the class divide among the girls, too. Because the ones that consistently bring glam, it's like, yikes, so you got, like, stupid money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Rena basically never brings glam. No. But, like, Erica Jane always does. Yes. Kyle. Kyle seems to. Kyle actually doesn't. Sutton does. Dorit does every time. Okay, wow. We had some technical difficulties there. I was going to try to just pick back up as if everything was normal, but the comedy of errors that just played out was sillier than what I had to say about the girls taking glam squads on their girls' trip. We're just going to have to let that one go. We're letting that one go. Should we talk about this movie? Yeah. We watched Interview with the Vampire. I want to go watch TV, so I'm going to keep this short. And it was... Again, my apologies if you love this movie. A friend of ours turns out does, and I'm shaken to my core. This is a friend who likes Sutton, though, so... I don't want to expose her. I don't want to expose her on Maine. But But I do have a friend who earnestly enjoys this movie. I hated this movie so much. From pretty much beginning to end, I felt that the vibe was off, and I had the (laughs) ick. And you know that Oprah left the screening that she saw. And she was absolutely correct, too. She felt that there was a demonic presence to the film. I she agree. she didn't want to celebrate it. I agree. I don't think she's wrong. It was not the, the demonic of it all, necessarily. Well, the wig is pretty demonic. But, like... The wig artistry. Like, let me not be heard to say, you know, for the same reasons that Oprah... But the energy of this movie was just all the way off for me. A terrible. And... Terrible. Kirsten Dunst was what I would say was sort of the bright spot. The Golden Globes. The Huffpa agreed. Uh-huh. Um, but, like... Uh, I mean, girl, what the hell? I was like, why did her parents let her be in this film? It's insane. She was a very cute kid, though. She was. Uh, Tom but this Cruise hair. was an irredeemable weirdo the whole movie. Disgusting. The was so strange. So I guess it starts really in the 1790s. Is that yeah. what it was? Brad Pitt looking peak of freshness. The face was there, but the... The face card was not declined, but what was going on with this hair? The wig was busted. <laughs> the wig the budget... the accent. Mm-hmm. What was it? Great question. I have no idea. So, so Brad Pitt, Louis, he's very sad because his wife and child have passed. And he is a plantation owner. Yeah, and we're supposed to be like, oh, what a little sca- sweetheart, what a little scamp. <laughs> and like, okay, also the cast list on Wikipedia said that Tandiway Newton was in this. Was she his... Yes. Yeah. Wow. His like... They made it seem like it was like a mistress situation and not that she was enslaved by him. Yes. <laughs> so she was like, you haven't been... But like, her, what was her accent too? What was anyone's accent? What was anyone doing in this um, movie? Yeah. So Tom Cruise turns Louis... And Mon chéri. Louis does not want to like eat human flesh, but um, he kind of just does. There's a little girl who's like chilling with her dead mom. Yeah, they said something about the plague apparently swept through New Orleans yeah. at around this time, which is, I've never heard this. I didn't know that plague ever came to the U.S., but... It might not be, you know? Yeah, that's true, because this seems like very lazy screenwriting. Yes. I mean, it's based on Anne Rice, 
But, like, she might not have had that fact-checked. Who knows? Right. Hard to say. Regardless, Tom Cruise is, like, full, disgusting libertine. Yeah. Sucking the blood of everybody. And the fact... Don't you think that would raise... Suspicious? suspicion? Yes, I do. He didn't seem concerned about it at all. Like... They had newspapers at some point. I mean, I guess maybe Mm -hmm. not by this point. They didn't have photographs either. But it's like, he didn't, they didn't move around. They were in New Orleans for like a long time. I'm like, that's not that big of a city, you guys. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Um, And then, yeah, so Kirsten Dunst is like in a room with her dead mom. So dark. And Tom Cruise like turns her into, into a vampire to like as a gift to louis like i thought we could like two men and a baby it yeah. you know <laughs> but like the second she turns from a human into a vampire the perm it is the most intense madame alexander doll <laughs> ribbon curl perm i have ever seen foul and she is immediately like takes a shining to being a vampire. Yeah, loves it. Loves it. How to cash for little it? Little freak can't get enough blood. She just is loving it. Louis like, I used to be uptight, but now I will kill human. Yeah, for fun. For for her, you know, yeah. for her sake. <clears throat> but Ew. she wants to be uh, a grown titty lady. Yeah, they yeah. actually have to show us a grown lady's titties to, get to drive that point, point home. <laughs> she sees like a glamorous young woman mm-hmm. bathing, and she's like, oh, "I'm gonna stand here in this doorway and watch you creepily. I wish I could be like that." And the boys are like, "Well, you never will be, Louise. No one's coming to your party, Louise." Which it does suck. Imagine yeah. being ten forever. Yeah. Yuck. Yuck. So she's pissed. Lestat's being, like, pretty rude to her, too. And yeah. she finds out that he's the one that turned her. So she's, like, you know, pretty raw with him. Yeah. And, like, kills him. Um, and, like, you can't say he didn't have it coming. They also imply that she, like, has forgotten her entire life before she became yes. a vampire. Which I'm like, I mean, you remember things before you're 10. For sure. So it's just weird that she, like, didn't remember she had a mom or anything. Yeah, she's kind of foggy-brained about it. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, so then Louis and Kirsten Dunst. What's her Claudia. name? Claudia. Claudia. Light off to Paris. Yeah. Well, she well, she does something with, like, she poisons some kids with laudanum. Did you say this? Well, yeah, she poisons the kids with laudanum to get Lestat to drink Their dead blood. blood. Which I've never, that was one of those things, I've never heard that in vampire lore. Me neither. So that was, it does seem fake. Like, this movie seems very muddy. At the beginning, it's supposed to be like, Brad, oh, the framing is that Christian Slater is interviewing Brad Pitt in Mm -hmm. present day. And he's like, I'm a vampire. Let me tell you all about it. And like, I, I don't know. I just feel... (laughs) It's un. It's just not. It's unserious. Yes. The way that they treat vampire stuff generally, un- you know, like you're, yeah. it seems like you're sort of trying to be like, I'm going to dispel some myths about vampires, and well, then it's, it's like, also like, guess what? I actually don't care. And also, I'm not always talking about you. Right. I don't know if they were trying to be winky by being like, we're discounting some vampire lore and making up our own new one, but like. I don't know. I'm ascribing too much thought to it. I think Anne Rice was like, what I'm going to do is write a penny dreadful, and I'm going to collect my and coins. And I'm going to pick up the check, girls. <laughs> Let me know if you need me to get anything else while I'm out. Laugh all the way to the bank. 
there are people who are in my life who are very big Anne Rice fans. I am sure that there and are it's people. It's not that, who you'd think. In- do you know people that read? Like, do <laughs> I know grew, people? Yeah, that grew up reading Anne Rice for sure. Wow, I would love for you to tell me off mic. I will. Um, it, she would. She if she listens to this, she'll be like, "Yeah, bitch, I don't mind." <laughs> but that's. I mean. That was, those were always books that you saw at the bookstore. I was aware of their presence. Yeah. And that they must have had some kind of following because there were just so very many of them. Yeah. But, you know, and I bet she's, oh, I was going to look up her net worth. She died in 2021. Wow. Goodbye, legend. I bet you were, is she from New Orleans? But she was buried in New Orleans. That makes sense. Yeah. Net worth, though. That's what I want to, that's what I want to know. She looks like a rich bitch. $60 million. Yeah. Can you believe this? Good for her. Anyways, um, what were we saying before I... Well, I guess we're just sort of talking about this movie. So they, he meets Antonio Banderas. Oh, yeah. In Paris. In Paris. In Stephen Ray. Yeah. The Mr. IRA. So those people that were watching that show, there's like a theater... Yeah, they were going to were those weird mortals little, like, freak thing. Yeah, I think it was like a snuff show kind of. Okay, I was like, why are these people standing by and watching this young woman get stripped and then bitten, and then they just exit quietly from the theater? Vampires are pervert coded. I feel. <laughs> I strongly agree. I was wondering what kind of cryptid I would like to be. Um, pervert coded. Oh my god. I guess elf if that's an on offer. Yeah. But, um, you know, it would never be vampire. No. I can't find a It would be fairies. Here. It would be fairies for fairies me. Fairies for sure. Those are, that's a really good answer. That's the cryptid I would want to be. Mm-hmm. It's for the girls. A sprite. Yeah, definitely. Something chic. Yeah, or a banshee, if I'm being honest. Also a chic choice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Irish. Yeah. <laughs> Kate Bush coded. Fairy. Banshee. Banshee, for sure. Um... I feel like my husband would be Bigfoot, but I'm going to ask him when I get home. Definitely. That he, seems he right. He seems like Bigfoot, right? It's, yeah, that seems right. Or yeah, um, some freak answer like Mothman. Is that, I've never, is Mothman a real thing? I mean, not a real thing, but like I've never. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will not be the arbiter of that. Probably in I've some never capacity. Seen I believe in Nessie. Chupacabra. Yes. That's a valid choice as well. I think so. But that, that seems too small for that. But Nessie's real. Nessie's real to me. At least. Me. Yeah. And that's fine enough. <laughs> Anyways. Um, weigh in. Do you have a favorite cryptid? <laughs> Which one would you be? And do you agree that vampires are pervert coded? Yeah. Okay. All, like, you, all you need to tell me as far okay, DBQ using the uh, go Euro- on. European <laughs> history rules where you can use outside knowledge. Okay. Um, if you are going off of this and another text to sort of fill in mm-hmm. why vampires are perfect coded, the MTV True Life, I'm a Vampire, yes. Yes. is excellent <laughs> supplementary information that you can use to build your evidence. Also, and it's happening right in our backyard. Current events these are happening people, as we speak. <laughs> these people live in Austin, Texas. The Vampire Court of Austin. Yeah. It's, it's, you know... It's just how serious they take it. It's and it's with a weird sort of kinky energy. I'm it's sorry that, to say. It's that who's that guy we can't stand that the girls love with the big jaw? It's that Nathan Fillion sexuality. Yeah. 
it's cheesy and it's sort of obvious. <laughs> cheesy. Like purple and black lace. Oh, it is. Like it, a big red three-wick candle. It's like... It's disgusting. Think outside the box a little. It's dusty. It's Betty Boopy. <laughs> it's kitsch. Yeah. And not real. To be honest, I don't remember what we're talking about. Vampire Court of Austin. <laughs> um, My brain just sort of... You just sort of follow the rabbit away. hole about sort of vampire culture. Anyways. Yeah, that's where I'm at with it. I just think it's pretty tacky. This movie was really tacky, I, I felt. I hated it. Um, somehow Lestat comes back yet a third time. Looking better than ever. Molly said end. you can't keep a good bitch down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we missed some important stuff there. No, like basically. Kirsten Dunst gets like baked to <laughs> They like carbonized her. Yeah, because she killed Lestat. Um, and they knew this because of, like, thought crimes evidence. <laughs> which, again, it's like, okay, it as a Tom vampire, loves that everyone as a is a damn narc. Yeah. Tom Cruise would you love for really us all. eat. What was that movie called that he was in? Um, Vanilla Sky. No, 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 the one. Minority with, Report. Minority Report. What about it? He, Tom Cruise would love for us as a society to decide whether it's okay for someone to go to prison based on it's a his thought, question. A crime it's they his thought trolley of. car problem. <laughs> I guess so. Do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a hobby horse, that one. Do you know what I learned this weekend from a friend, which to me it's just like, okay, so ESP is real. What? Um, she took a self-defense class and uh-huh. they told her that if you want to make somebody feel threatened or to get their uh, to get them to make eye contact with you, mm-hmm. you stare at their neck. Mm. Even if they're not facing you, they'll feel it. It's like an evolutionary instinct. Ooh, weird. And they'll turn to look. Oh, that's so creepy. Isn't that chilling? That is creepy. I kind of tried it at the airport bar. Um, <laughs> Menace to society. To get some help. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? No, I had to. <laughs> when, this, when this woman actually came over and decided to, like, grace me with her eye contact... <laughs> I was like, hey, you know what would be incredible is a quesadilla. <laughs> you did say someone was playing tricks. And she was like, um, <laughs> we can't do that before 1030. And I was like, okay, word. What time was um, this? It's like a 10. And then, so. Girl, you have the ingredients. It's like, I know. It, it was like 1029. And I was like, can I do a quesadilla? And she was like, I'll have to check with the kitchen. And I was like, okay. Can I do this then? Can I have a breakfast taco with no eggs? And she was like, hmm, well, we'll see what I can do. And then she came out, and they they took that so literally. They did not... It was basically just a very empty taco with, like, guacamole and a little bit of queso fresco. You guys... They were playing Are clowning. You know what I want. (laughs) I don't know why. You know what? Probably all the better on me. I don't necessarily know what, like, a St. Paul quesadilla tastes like. I was wondering if that was sort of one of those little closers that they put, the little buttonhole they put on a visitor from Texas. Like, <laughs> lest you find this place so charming that you're considering moving here. Yeah, this is given the final heat test. And the real estate costs in Austin. Let me just remind you real quick what a quesadilla, just Here's getting a simple quesadilla would be like up here. I, I simply couldn't believe it. Mm-mm. And That's... then she, it was like, for a second when I ordered, I was like 10.30 and I was like, can I do the quesadilla? She was like, it's not 10.30 yet. And then when I was like, well, how about the breakfast taco? She was like, well, it's past 10.30. Like, I, 
Girl, girl, <laughs> if you want me to starve, just say that to my face. But what I'm going to have is some cheese and a tortilla, please. People are often at their best on Sunday mornings at the airport. <coughs> Not usually. Give me what I crave. <laughs> that is so kooky dookie. And the fact that I had to like try to price line my way into getting what I wanted by doing like a just a shitty weird... Here's my riddle these. Do you know, I had a friend um, that I worked with who was extremely Midwestern, and she told me that, like, a very common dinner growing up was chips and cheese, like, regionally. And I was like, chips and cheese? Like, nachos? And she was like, no, 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 no. Like, there wasn't any of the other stuff on it. It was just, like... Disgusting. A plate of tortilla (laughs) chips and then cheese spread atop. Chips and cheese. And I'm like, that that's like a period snack. That's not something you do intentionally. Right. Also, hot fruit. Hot fruit? Yeah. It was so funny. We had like our, our staff, when, this is when I was teaching, we had our staff Christmas party. And she was like, we were like signing up for what we were going to bring, you know? Because you had to, I think it was like seventh grade is responsible for desserts and drinks. And like, you know, so she was like, oh, desserts. Okay, I'm going to bring hot fruit. And I was like, what? <laughs> And she's like, yeah, you know, hot fruit. It's like a regional, it's like a crock pot fruit dish. And it's like basically. Did they put anything in it? Some cinnamon or. I think it's like those canned fruits, like canned peaches. Mm -hmm. It actually was pretty good. But I think she maybe made like a crust or something on top of it too. I can't remember. I think maybe, so it's sort of like, I remember it being kind of like pie filling. Yeah. It was very good. Um, But yeah, I'd never heard of this. I think hot dishes. There was a um, a lady on uh, TikTok that was like, um, I think maybe she was from Minnesota, and she would be like, "Um, this is like week forty five or whatever," and I'm showing you Minnesota salads, and they were like the cookie salad lady. Do you remember this? Very vaguely. It was like Cool Whip and like cookies and Oreos and stuff, and you like sort of made like a little mud pudding thing, and that was a. It doesn't have to be this way. That was a salad. A valid salad. Not in my book. I don't think so. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Man, what are we watching next week? Oh, I don't know. Um, we don't have to do a, a, a Halloween one because what I have to say is that we have a lower than average hit rate in October in terms of the quality of the films. You're right to say so. Like some of the bad. worst episodes we've, or not episodes, some of the worst movies we've had to watch mm-hmm. for these episodes have been ostensibly scary movies. Some of them were bad on first blush, but since I'm like, it's camp, <laughs> which is gothic. The award for that is going to gothic. Wow. Wow. It was, I, I now feel camp. Okay. Okay. I feel like you've expressed as much before as before. Previously. I didn't... I don't know. I think you were like, yeah, I'll definitely watch that again. I'll probably watch it again. It was a... It's like... It's like a bunch of people that later became really big deal actors. Yeah, those are always fun to watch. And the episode is... Or like the the conceit of it is so silly. That like weekend, which was a real weekend. Mm -hmm. But that that was... That was... That's the basis of the whole film. Mm Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? Mm Mm-hmm. That's very funny to me. Oh, yeah. It's a very high concept thing, and they clearly had a low budget. So yes. it's just funny, you know? Yeah. Anyways, um, what? so what, should, what the hell should we watch? Freed from the constraints of Ooh. it being a scary film. Ooh. I've still never seen Portrait of a Lady on Fire. 
it's time. Is it time? It's or time. is November better? I mean, I'm I'm ready to go. I think any time is fine. It's a good movie. Okay, good. I think it's supposed to be getting chilly next week. Perfect. So that feels like the right time to watch. Oh my god, Lindsay, that's about some of the best news film. I've heard in a while. Girl, it, the high tomorrow, they're saying Dreadful. 96 degrees. I heard they said that. I heard they got they this heat wave like on. And then it's going to be like 60s next week. I'm ready. I did earlier, you know, we Ooh. have a friend who said that um, in the summer she likes to get her, was it her T's in the W? <laughs> I got to get my A's, <laughs> by which I mean my arms, in an S sweater. Immediately. PDQ. Uh-huh. Because I am. I'm so tired of wearing sundresses. I'd like to get my F's into some B's, and that's feed into some boots. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, so Portrait of a Lady on Fire. That sounds like a lovely... Yeah, let's do it. ...aesthetic fall choice for me. Period. Um, all right, well, join us for that next week, or don't. Or, I mean, join us, but join you know, us in watching like, watch it. watch it or don't. You know, you know, we're tired. The catchphrases are... We don't know. Why don't you come up here and do better, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, y'all have a great week. Bye. Bye.